0860-584-2250. That is the WhatsApp voice note number. It's a very busy Monday today. Thank you so much for joining us on Marrow Sports Worldwide. I've been talking about football. Um, I think two league champions were crowned this weekend. Uh, first, the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich, sealing their eighth consecutive title. Uh, while Fortuna Düsseldorf was relegated after losing their last match of the regular season 3-0 away at the Inform Union Berlin. Now, to help us review the season, also look at what might have gone wrong for his team this season, uh, we joined by the Executive Sporting Director for Fortuna Düsseldorf, uh, that's Lutz Fennelsteel. Uh, Lutz, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. Thank you, Robert. How are you doing? Very, very well. I can tell you sound very down, Lutz. I'm sorry with what happened with Dusseldorf. Not a good weekend for you. No, obviously, you know, we are very gutted uh, because we were, um, well, basically for three quarters of the season above the relegation zone and only on the last day slipping from the 16th position, which would have been the playoff position, down to 17th. It destroys you. It destroys the whole season because we had a very small budget and many people saw us as one of the big favorites to go down. But we always kept uh, and stayed across the red line. And then, yeah, it was this last two games where we had match for one win of the last two games that kept us so sure above the relegation zone. And, yeah, we had a, a bad day. And I think we were nervous. And in Berlin, as you mentioned, they are difficult to play, really relegated. They really played out everything they could, even though they, they, they played for nothing anymore. Yeah, we lost. They had a and won in the very strange 6-1 at home to Cologne. Uh, and they had scored one goal in the last six home games. They had scored six goals in one game. And they took us basically just before the finish line. I know you say strangely 6-1. What usually happens around about this time of the season, though, Lutz? Because not only just in the Bundesliga, but, you know, sometimes even right here in South Africa, where all of a sudden you're seeing clubs that haven't won in the longest time uh, come up winning by ridiculous margins. And when I saw 6-1 against Cologne, uh, yeah, I mean, that was a bit of disbelief. What did you know about that game? Well, obviously it was bad. It was bad for Fortuna Düsseldorf, and it was a, a strange result. But I think it, it simply uh, happens not just in Germany or in South Africa. It happens all over the world that if a team just managed to stay in the league a week or two weeks before, and they they play without any pressure, uh, that they they not really going out anymore with all the yeah all the power and all the way they could help. And if you play well against a team like Red Bremen with a massive budget to win, just fight to survive on the last moment, they literally just kick them off the pitch. And uh, that always happens to the end of the season. If you have a team to play for everything and a team to play for nothing, you get that ridiculous game, that ridiculous result. And this time, uh, it unfortunately hit my team. Mm. I mean, obviously unfortunate there. I mean, we are struggling as well with the quality of the line. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what we can try and do to improve it. Uh, but let me just touch on Verde, though, because they're, they've struggled. I mean, they go into a relegation playoff now. I mean, their fate is in their own hands. I mean, these are, are former champions. I mean, four-time Bundesliga champions. 
and, and, and this team has only been relegated once, if I remember correctly, back in 1980. What's happened to them? Yeah, they had a, a really tough season, a difficult season. They came with big expectations in this season, actually tried to go for a European place. And then, for some strange reason, they dropped down the relegation battle. They didn't really know how to how to deal with it. Uh, their nerves were in a very, very bad uh, state as well. And only towards the end of the, of, of the campaign, they, they found their form back and, and, and won uh, two games out of the last four. But it, it's one of these teams which uh, is maybe lucky enough to survive because uh, I can't imagine that Heidenheim, a smaller team from the second league, will be able to challenge them, especially after coming back with such a, a big, strong 6-1 uh, victory in the last match. Thank you so much for improving the quality of that line from your side, Lutz. You're sounding much, much better indeed. But then when, when I look at a, a guy now, an individual like Robert Lewandowski, unbelievable player. I mean, voted Bundesliga player of the season after his highest scoring campaign that we've seen so far. I mean, he just keeps getting better and better the older he gets. Yeah, he had an amazing season again, uh, but also I think, uh, you know, the team performance of Bayern Munich helped him this season to reach that high again. Bayern Munich, after the corona break, I tell you, Robert, unbelievable the way they played football. It just was, was magic. He, nobody could even close them, come close to beat them. Um, it's a great team. Also the new manager, Hansi Flick, who took over from Kovac, he really kind of like found a way to bring Thomas Miller back into absolute top form, Boateng back into top form. And I think the man who really uh, yeah, uh, had the best out of it was Lewandowski because they created so many chances that for him, which being always lethal in Zander's goal, he just scored for them. Uh, I know strikers that have scored probably 11 goals and have become top goal scorers in leagues, right? But this gentleman had a record of scoring 11 goals in his first 11 games. So scoring 11 goals back to back to back to back. And obviously a total of 34 league goals in 34 match days. I mean, how, how crazy is that? Yeah, you know, he has literally everything. What a top striker means. He's big, he's strong. He can score with his left, with his right. He's always in the right in the right position, and he's just such a, a leading player, like always gives everything for the team. And I mean, many people always speculating, now, should he go to the Premier League, or should he go to La Liga, to Barcelona, to Real Madrid? I actually see him scoring in any league in the world, uh, a lot of goals, because he has that, that X factor. But uh, looking now at the way his contract is, looking at the way Bayern Munich performs, I think he will stay at Bayern Munich till now, basically, till his, his career is finished. And I think he's the key player also for Bayern Munich now in the Cup Final, which comes up on Saturday, and also in the Champions League tournament. I think he's the big hope for Bayern Munich, which still they dreaming about the treble again. What about Hamburg, though, Luther? Funny enough, I, I focused more over the weekend on whether or not they will try gain promotion back into the Bundesliga. I mean, they're literally the only club uh, to have spent every season in the Bundesliga since it was created back in 1963. 
when they were relegated two years ago, and they failed. But they failed spectacularly. They played against a team that anybody would have hoped that they would beat, uh, Sandhausen, but they lost 5-1 on final match day. Yeah, you have to say it's uh, one of the big disasters at the moment in German football. It's a team with a big budget, a team with a huge history, and everybody expected them to go up directly. So for them, actually, fighting for the player spot was already a negative surprise. But what happened there in the last three, four weeks, losing against small opponents, and I think yesterday it was the highlights of Shambles when they lost 5-1 at home against a team like Sandhausen, which probably you never heard of. And, mm. and that is something which is... Yeah, okay. No, I, I do think we are losing Lutzer. Uh, the indications were there much earlier on, and our apologies for that uh, uh, audio as it breaks, I suppose. I talk about the woes of Hamburg. If you've been following... German football, I mean, historically, one of the top teams. And just in recent season, two seasons ago, I never relegated. Never, ever have they been relegated since 1963. And then things go bad. And as Lutz was saying, I mean, they got a top structure. They got the finances. They got everything going for them. And it was quite interesting as well, post that defeat to listen to the club president, Marcel Jansen. I mean, he was partly play, uh, blaming the, the absence of the fans and, and the team's inconsistent performances following uh, the Bundesliga restart in May. And how do you blame the fans uh, for how your club is performing? I know that nobody loves playing in front of empty stadia, but everybody has had to reorganize themselves. Uh, I mean, imagine Liverpool losing up until the end and then saying, hey, yeah, we couldn't play, man. There were just no fans that were around. Lutz, financial, I believe, is back on the line. Let's try him for our final three minutes of the show. Um, Lutz, you're still there. I was just uh, remarking about what President Marcel Jansen had said. Because he, he was partly blaming the absence of the fans. No, uh, that's uh, for me uh, a non-valid reason because every uh, obviously every team loses the home advantage now. It, it doesn't matter what league, first league, second league, third league, you play at home without fans, but also the week after you play away without fans. So it's just the same uh, starting position for everyone. Of course, it's great to play in front of 60,000, 70,000, but everybody at the same conditions and I think that's quite a cheap excuse to 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 to, to find something to blame us. Uh, I also could say to you now, Fatima Düsseldorf plays every home game in front of 64,000. If we would have had some people, we would have stayed in the league. But to be honest, I don't uh, I don't agree with that because we played away without fans, and then we having that disadvantage without fans in making it up in the next game. So there is something. Everybody has the same conditions. Everybody has the same chances, and. That's why I think the league tables, they're telling the truth. When do you dive straight into the playoffs uh, now, Lutz? Uh, when, when are the dates for that? Yeah, we're having on uh, the first day Bremen playing against Heidenheim, and then on coming Monday, today in a week, uh, Heidenheim against Bremen. That is the, the playoffs. 
um, in between is the German Cup final as well, so we still have a few games to go, and then there is another playoff game coming up in the middle of July when the, the third last of the second league will play against the third best team of the third league. So in the middle of July, everything will be concluded in Germany. Uh, but obviously, everybody is very excited about uh, now the next uh, game of Werder Bremen because they came already, I would call it, came back from the death because nobody mm-hmm. had them uh, in their bill anymore to survive and now they, they can play the playoffs. And so that's quite exciting to look forward to the game. Just a, a quick response from your side as a final question to you about how you found this experience of uh, having come back, you know, after the COVID-19 uh, lockdown, playing behind closed doors, and what does the future now look for Bundesliga, especially heading into the new season? Well, we were the first uh, country who restarted, and we managed without any uh, break to, to finish uh, all 34 match days, which shows that uh, the system, the concept works really well. I hope now that uh, the other leagues are following also without any troubles. And um, the way I, I read it at the moment is that probably the first few days in September or early October, we still have to play behind closed doors. But if we make sure we follow the system, we follow the rules, and, and COVID-19 slowly turns down here in Europe, then I believe by October, November, we slowly can introduce stands again. Uh, obviously, that's a wishful thinking as well. But in the end of the day, uh, as you mentioned before, uh, professional football, amateur football, youth football, we need people in the stands, we need people there. It's an emotional game, and if you, if you meet now in the future, we will play for the rest of our lives without fans. I think football will not be the same anymore. So let's just hope that sooner or later it can be back to normal. Absolutely. Fully agree with you, Lutz. As always, really appreciate your input. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hard luck. Uh, with what has to happen now with your team. But uh, stay strong and look forward to chatting to you soon. Yes, Robert, stay healthy. Thanks a lot and greetings to South Africa. Thank you so much there. That's uh, Lutz Fennensteel, who's the executive sporting director for Fortuna Dusseldorf uh, in the, the Bundesliga. Uh, I mean, Fortuna Dusseldorf relegated after losing their last match of the regular season 3-0 away uh, at an Inform Union Berlin over the weekend.